Hey there, listeners. Make sure you head over to our TikTok channel at Semi Charmed Kind of Pod and see our awesome giveaway that's going on right now. Stirring up that cauldron. Stirring it up. Stirring it up. Hi, guys. Hi. Welcome um, to a new a new week. Welcome back. Yes. So we were just talking about how we're going to kick off this episode, and we have talked about this for a while, and I think we're going to, this will be the first installment of this segment. What's stirring your cauldron, Ashley? Um. So this week, obviously, we're, we're recording this right before Halloween. Yes. So we're also recording this right before a lunar eclipse. We're about to go into Scorpio. We're on a full moon. Didn't... Wasn't our last recording day right before uh, yeah. Eclipse 2? Weird. It is. Cool. It's a good thing we're going to talk about a moon episode while right. we're here today, Well, isn't too. that what inspired <laughs> the, the moon episode? Yes, true. <laughs> but this one, um, so, you know, when you're in TikTok, obviously you get, like, for you pages are curated to you. So, obviously, I have a lot of witches. Yeah. I have a lot of moon stuff. I have a lot of being a cancer. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of zodiac. Um. I, there is such an influx of people making a video telling people what to do and what not to do and then giving no reasoning behind it, right? So we're about to be on a blood moon. So mm-hmm. we're about to be in the hunter's moon, which is, you know, named after typically blood. So people would go out and hunt because this is a harvest season. It's right before winter. Yeah. I saw this video yesterday of this girl and she was like, do not do anything during the blood moon. Don't light a candle. Don't light anything on fire. Don't take a bath. Don't put water on yourself. Just, and then that was it. Just sit there. And, and it, that was it. There was no context. Why? And so I'm saying. <laughs> plus, what? What's going to happen if I do? <laughs> but what if like stag energy is your energy? Yeah. What does that mean? What if I feel, like, so, like, invigorated by this? So what bothers me the most about videos like that is those are the ones that go viral. They've got, you know, 100,000 views, 19,000 likes on that video when I saw it. This person is immediately taken as an authority. Yes! And it's like, what does that even mean? Where did you even get, where, where, what's your source material? So people (laughs) in the comment section, it was, it went both ways. People were like, absolutely. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. People were co-signing the shit out of her. You don't have to give me an excuse not to do laundry. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) But people were also like, you're giving no context to this video. Like, what the hell does that mean? Why? So I don't deal with lunar eclipses because I'm a moon sign, right? My moon is in Cancer. You said uh, that last time. Is... You don't touch eclipses. Absolutely not, because well, I'm too emotional. Me, Megan's told me the the laundry thing about full moons before. Like you're not supposed to do laundry on a full moon because of cleansing. Because yeah. usually we've told new moon. A new moon sure. type thing. Because Megan does. Megan's my best friend, by the way, for the yeah. guys on the podcast. Shout, Shout out, Megan. Megan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Um, she aligns a lot of her house cleaning up with the moon cycle. Smart. Yeah, sure. And because she, she says it just makes the energy of her house just like vibe. Sure. And like, you know, you'll see, we hear those damn sounds the beginning of every month on TikTok. Oh my you God, see yeah. the cinnamon blowing in the yeah, door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff like that is like, there is no right way. I'm not saying these people are wrong, but there's no right way. There's no wrong way. But people who don't know their way, well, you don't give them rules. We've said it. A, we've said it. Well, this is only like what the like sixth episode we've recorded, but yeah. I feel like we've said it a million times on here. Mm-hmm. Rituals and practices are going to be individually based. Yes. So for anybody to get on TikTok as an authority and be sure. like, "Do this and don't do this in your practice," yep. who the fuck are you? Well, <laughs> and like this cinnamon ritual, right? Just because we're on this, yeah, you're on it. 
Why would you only think about money at the beginning of the month? Why wouldn't I want to do that every day of my life? Yeah, so I'm just saying, why would you limit yourself? Like, I just don't understand that. Yeah. There's a way to do things for yourself, like, without listening to people on the internet. Yeah, that's how I, I mean, that's, I think that's the best way to go about anything. That's how I, that's what I did with my mala, like, practice. I literally just watched, like, 20 different YouTube videos, and I was like, I like this, I like this. Mm -hmm. Oh, I don't like how she did that. I'm going to do this that way, you know what I mean? Why would I not do the same thing with my practice? You know what I mean? It's just, I just, I've seen, I am so sick of seeing influx of videos, and now that, we're in fall, winter. More people are going to be inside. More oh, yeah. people. It's just going to ramp up. <laughs> oh, and it's spooky season. So people are out there looking for true, like, true. that kind of stuff. So Just be your own person. Yeah. And if you're going to film, I don't even care that she doesn't do anything. She might be right. Just say. I mean, I, I'll, I'm i probably going to say it a million times on this podcast, too, that, like, I love, like, reading about this stuff and collecting a knowledge base on it. Yeah. I'm not practicing. You mm-hmm. know that about me. Yeah. Like, I'll be the first one you to say You still have respect it. for what right. other people do. Yeah. And I feel like that also kind of like opens up a little door of me not practicing. Mm-hmm. And I can kind of learn a little bit about each one instead of like, you know, being a master of this one sure. craft. Like I have a little bit of a knowledge base. You know what I mean? I love learning about this stuff. So mm-hmm. like I, I kind of like not being tied to just like one religion, the one like, you know what I mean? Of like, course. But there's a lot of system. things. There's a lot of things that you probably do. Oh yeah, absolutely. That you just don't realize that you do. Yeah. But I just want people to do whatever they want to do and not listen to everybody else. And if you do give advice to people, just give context. Yeah. And this is well, why I do this. This is why I do this. This is why this works best for me. And do research on the people that are telling you things because I wish that TikTok had a video, had like a way of once you find out somebody's a bad person, <laughs> you could unlike all of their stuff. Oh yeah. Because it makes me like cringe when you, you follow people, you like their stuff and then they do something horrible and then you're like, I've liked their videos and I can't go back and unlike them. Like that one TikTok that. guy that was like the singer or whatever. And now he's like fled the country. Cause he was what? like, who was like a kid toucher. And... What? Yeah. No, uh, I can't remember. If it's... He's like some old, old guy he was on, on tiktok yeah uh i don't want to say his name okay I'm not yeah no we're not trying to slander um after after recording you didn't tell me, i'll okay. hold up yeah but he was like no he was way. like big on tiktok and he was like like he would just like sing poorly like along with the songs and you've probably as soon as i show you him you're gonna know exactly what i'm, I'm already talking about. disturbed you're gonna know exactly what i'm talking about because they will take like people would take clips of him singing and like green screen like put him over like stuff like singing poorly you know what i mean and then there was this like video where like because he put himself out there as like a and please anybody correct me if i'm wrong this is just like what i garnered from like my tiktok scrolling <laughs> he like put himself out there as like having like music connects like okay. in the industry so then like guess where i'm going with this there was like this like 18 19 year old little like no. i want to like be a music person no. And then, so there was, like, a like a, a TikTok live or something that they were on together where, like, they're in a hotel room together. And, like, oh. she she says that nothing ever happened, like, anything like that. But, like, in the live that they're in together, like, he's, like, sitting behind her. Like, what? you know what I mean? Like, she's, like, sitting, like. My stomach hurts. Yeah, and, like, she's just, like, <laughs> she's just, like, singing and stuff. But it's, like, very, like, why are you in this hotel room by yourself with this, like, old man? And then all these, like. Alligate and stuff started to come out, and now he's, like, fled the country. No. Uh, you're going to have to show me this because I'm so yeah. interested, and it's going to make me so sad because I'm probably, like, he had like He had, like, hundreds of thousands of followers, no. and I'm, like, I'm sure everybody is, like... I probably want, follow him. They probably want that exact feature that you're talking about. Like, how do I, Man. like... 
Yeah, TikTok, can you get on that? Can well, I know on like Instagram, a... if I block you, it removes all of my likes and everything from... <gasps> really? Yeah, so I don't know if TikTok does the same. TikTok needs to, because there's way worse things that happen on TikTok. Because that's my, like, I love, like, when I, like, broke up with my ex and I blocked him on Instagram, yeah. all of his tags were removed, all of... Shut the, oh, up, yeah. I had no oh, idea. Oh, yeah, Instagram doesn't fuck around. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Meta. Literally. <laughs> Disconnect. It's Meta like, must be an Aquarius. It's like that. <laughs> <Literally>. <laughs> it's like that Black Mirror episode where you can like block people from your yes. life. Yeah, it's that. Wow. It's okay. TikTok, you need to learn something from Insta, okay? Well, I don't know. I've never, I don't know. Oh, also, we're going to, we need to put in our show notes too that we're going to have a TikTok. Oh, yeah, TikTok is coming. We're so excited. We do, there's a little bit of a learning here, learning curve here, guys. We're just excited <laughs> to be here with you all. We didn't know anything about sound mixing before starting a podcast. So We've learned a lot, I feel. <laughs> let's, let's get that down, and then we're going to get some 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 visuals for you Loves guys. It. And then, yeah, we'll have a TikTok going, because that's, I think, going to be the best way to get um, word yeah. out there to the... TikTok works best for me. Insta does not... We already got a download in San Francisco there. Shout out San Francisco if you're listening in San Francisco. Thank you, San Francisco. We love you. (laughs) Our little San Francisco treat. Uh, (laughs) That's so exciting. Isn't that cool? We're actually only three real days away from launching, right? Or four. Three. Four. I don't know. It's Monday. Yeah. Today's Friday. We launch on Monday. Because Monday's Halloween. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. It's going to be so fun. So. What are you talking about? Nice segue. I said this earlier and you gave me a weird face. Oh. No, just because you were like, what? Oh. So today. Because you're going to blow my mind. I'm talking about the Kentucky meat shower. Oh, I can't. (laughs) It already bothers me. What do you think it is? I don't even want to think about what it is. A meat shower? A meat shower. It sounds disgusting. Number one. Sounds like a Friday night. It sounds like, yeah, well. (laughs) Okay, well, you think about it that way. I don't (laughs) think about it that way. I think about being in horror movies where... Everything's hanging from hooks in Ooh, a butcher shop. Good visual. Yeah, okay. that's just what I'm thinking. A meat shower. It sounds okay. foul. I will say that. Okay. I mean, you're not far off. <laughs> okay, well, on great. The foul, on the foul part. <laughs> All right, so I'm just going to read this article. I found a good article that pretty much... I'm just going to read you the article. Okay. it's a pretty good like synopsis of how everything happened. So it was a morning like many others on the Crouch's Kentucky farm. The year was 1876. The season, late winter. Crouches. The Crouches. I love that name. A sunny, clear blue sky promised to chase away remnants of ice from last night's dip into the higher 20s. Alan Crouch, a farmer in his 60s, was leaving with his 34-year-old son, William, for a trip to the newly established town of Frenchburg. Okay. William visited his his parents and brought his 12... Yeah, his 12-year-old son, Alan, named after his grandfather. He would leave the boy with his grandmother, Rebecca, until their return. Does that make sense? She's a babysitter. Granddad and son are going... Grandmom, grandson, staying at the farm. Yep. Alan and William waved as they left the farm, and Rebecca, with her grandson, went out into the farmyard to begin daily chores. And then the day turned into one unlike any other. Mm. So about an hour before noon, Rebecca was building a fire beneath a vat she used for making soap. Alan was playing nearby when he suddenly exclaimed, Hey, Grandma, it's starting to snow! What? Rebecca and her grandson, Alan, headed for shelter as raw meat started to fall around them. Both chicken and hog are poised in readiness to clean up the evidence from what is now known as the Kentucky Meat Shower. What? So a lump of red, bloody, meat-like material hits the ground with an audible splat. No! (laughs) 
<laughs> Rebecca looked up at the cloudless sky and saw hundreds of particles like bloody spitballs flying through the air. Vomit. They ranged in size from that of hail strips uh, to several inches long and were descending over a football field-sized area. What? Rebecca grabbed her son's hand and the two tore off for the farmhouse. So... A week later, during an interview with a reporter from the New York Herald, Rebecca confided that falling lumps of flesh shook her to her very core. Oh? She believed something terrible would happen to her husband and her son. And, oh, and no. Son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's her first thought, is like, oh, these are, my, this yeah. is the, my loved ones. Ah! Yeah. Right? Oh, God. Because you're not thinking rationally as, like, a bunch of meat. I would never think rationally in that situation. <laughs> so to Rebecca, the bloody guts rained down on her were pieces of her loved ones that somehow were finding their way home. Oh, my that's God. That's in quotes. So that's, that's what she said. Okay. As extreme as this may seem, Rebecca's gory imagery could be based on her witnessing past horrors. Only 12 years prior, on October 19th, 1864, the Crouch's farm, including adjacent farmlands, served as a battlefield for combat during one of the last cavalry battles of the Civil War. Wow. So she's seen some shit. Uh, Clearly. Yeah. So once inside the farmhouse, Rebecca, her grandson, and a school marm. I had to Google what a school marm was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know what it is? Yeah. What is it? They, like, shoo the children in and keep track of them. It's the schoolmistress. Yeah. 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 Um, who was boarding with them, Miss Robinson, watched fearfully from a window. Robinson, a Bath County public school teacher, stayed with the Crouch household during the school year. She described the meat shower as falling in clumps and not evenly scattered like one would sow oats. Robinson left the house to get a better view of what was going on, but the carnal downpour had stopped when she got out to the farmhouse door. Looking about, Robinson saw meat hanging from briar bushes fence rails, and lying on the ground. She also saw, with great surprise, the farm's hogs and chickens gobbling up the bits of flesh as fast (laughs) as they could find them. No! And she added, they sure seem to like it very much. Oh! (laughs) Yeah, because they'll eat anything. Rebecca stayed inside, refusing to leave the house until Alan and William returned from town. That's me. Yeah, she's like, I'm gonna wait for the men to come home. (laughs) For sure, I'd be in the basement. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So the Crouch's adult daughter, Sadie Crouch, was also in the farmhouse, but stayed in bed feeling too sick to leave it. Yeah. As a result, even though present, she missed what was soon to be named by the press as the Kentucky Meat Shower. So, okay. You're going to get to it, I'm We're sure. We'll get to it. Ugh. News about seemingly occult happenings spread like a viral aerosol. Of course, because they have nothing else to do. Curious neighbors and folks from the nearby town of Frenchburg began crawling about the farm. <laughs> But unlike most claims having supernatural overtones, the Kentucky meat shower left behind enough evidence to fill a half bushel. Oh. What seemed to be raw flesh was lying on the ground and hanging from branches and fencing. A lump of bloody meat was even found inside a shoe someone had left outside on the farmhouse porch. Some visitors to the scene collected samples of the bloody tidbits, while others feared touching it. Yeah, because like, what are you going to do with it? What are Just you... wait. Oh, God. Mr. Armitage, a resident of Frenchburg, told the reporter from the Louisville Courier-Journal that he touched the meat and felt a shot in my arm that left it paralyzed for half an hour. You're a witch. An emboldened few put small pieces in their mouths, chewing them to see if they could identify any flavor. What is wrong with these people? The butcher shop owner from Mount Sterling, identified by the cur- courier as Mr. Frisbee... <laughs> <laughs> Tasted one of the alien droppings and declared, I cannot tell what kind of animal it came from, but it is animal meat without a doubt. 
Ew. They just shove this stuff in their mouth? Literally just picking up foreign These meat. people were dying of hay fever. <laughs> You're just shoving what? anything in your mouth. You wonder why they're dying of hay oh. They're picking up foreign meat off of the ground. What is wrong with you? What if it was a human? Another neighbor, Mr. <gasps> Eli Wills, took exploratory tasting of the unknown material to an extreme. Reportedly, he gathered up a hefty handful of meat, brought it to his home, and intended to cook and eat it. Will's family members, fearing the mystery flesh might be poisonous or even cursed, yeah, tried to talk him out of doing it. It came from the sky, brother. Nevertheless, <laughs> Will's dug his dug in his heels and would not abandon fulfilling his dream. He really wanted to. People his, are sick. He wanted and this to proves grill it. this shit up. <laughs> we just have more population on the earth now that normal people are. We mixed just don't hear with about these this people. stuff. Yeah, it waters it down. Woof. <laughs> so several family members physically restrained him while what? another ran off with the meat to throw it in a place where they confidently knew he would not be able to go. Red to flag. Red flag right Isn't there. that insane that like one of them was like so enthralled by the meat that his family had to he restrain a... him. Ew. And then I have to run out of your sight line. That's a serious iron deficiency right there because <laughs> what is wrong that with you? is something right so i'm gonna get to uh, some potential explanations at the end but i want to talk about two other instances of this happening i just audibly shuddered (laughs) so this one's called bloody downpour in tennessee oh you would (laughs) sanguine showers have happened before and after the crouch incident 35 years before the kentucky meat shower a similar atmospheric anomaly occurred in tennessee so, while working in a tobacco field, two farmhands heard a rain-like puttering from the leaves of the surrounding plants. Ugh. The sky was cloudless and sunny. Mm. Looking down, they saw the tobacco leaves were blood-splattered with small strips of flesh sticking here and there. What? The carnal scene stretched for hundreds of feet in all directions. What? The workers fled and fetched the plantation owner, Mr. F.M. Chandler. Chandler visited the location, gave the tobacco leaves a quick look over, and hurried off to gather a few others to witness what happened and help figure out how such a bizarre thing might have come about. Yeah. He and Mr. J.M. Payton... Oh, wait, hang on. No. He returned with two well-known members from the nearby town of Lebanon, Mr. D.S. Drew and Mr. J.M. Payton. They helped Chandler search the tobacco field and estimated the bloody tidbits covered a circular area about 200 feet across. The largest wow. piece of flesh they found measured one and a half inches long by half inches in width. So one half inches in width. It seemed composed of muscle and fat and carried a rank odor. What? So there was only like one good like chunk. 200 feet is far. Yeah, but it's mostly just like blood. But still like. That blood splatter is a lot. And they're looking up at the sky like. What? It's There's no cloud. Like there's, it's just like a sunny blue day and there's just like rain. There's just like. Blood This is blowing around. my mind. <laughs> right? Ugh. So, it happened again in North Carolina. Of course it did. On a cloudless day, Ugh. just before noon, a sharecropper in Ch- Chatham, North Carolina, Mr. Bass Lassiter, stood outside her home. No, Mrs. Bass Lassiter. Sorry, excuse me. Stood Misgendering Lassiter. Jesus. Mm. Stood outside her home adjacent to a newly plowed field. She heard splattering sounds for about a minute, perhaps slightly longer, but felt nothing falling directly on her. Looking down, she saw the soil littered with small, bloody pieces of meat. She ran and told others living in cabins nearby. Curious neighbors visited the farm where the blood had just fallen and a few collected samples to show others or to keep, hoping they would become religious relics. They're like, this is a religious event. Like, this is the body of Christ. (laughs) 
Okay. Because <laughs> that's normal, right? Meat is falling from the sky. If any blood would rain down from the sky, isn't that like even a plague? Blood? Yes. That's I, a bad plague. The way I would you be running keep down my street in my skivvies. I would just. Shouting off. about the end times. Oh, I, yeah. I would be, be offing be myself. There's no way. It would be over. So an unknown person brought pieces of the fallen flesh and bloodstained soil to uh, two of the to, to two of the town's physicians, mm-hmm. Dr. S.A. Holloman and Dr. Sidney Atwater, for their learned opinions. <laughs> Unfortunately, neither Atwater nor Holloman rec- recorded the identity of who collected the material from Mr. L- Mrs. Lassiter's farm uh. or who brought the materials to the doctors. So they don't know who got it or who brought it to them. They're just like, we got it. Mm. Right. Don't be suspicious. Don't, Don't be, be suspicious. suspicious. Literally. Um, <laughs> so Dr. Atwater, seeking a different opinion and assessing the collected substance, dropped off what he had at the laboratory of Francis Venable at the University of North Carolina. Unfortunately, the professor was occupied with another project and did not have time to check the samples until three weeks later. So just sat around for three weeks. What? However, when he did return to the specimens, he undertook the identification task with great diligence. Well, but when he got around to it, I was gonna say <laughs> it just blood rained from the sky, and you didn't get to it. Like, what were you doing? Yeah, but when I did, I was all about it. <laughs> okay, I was all about that meat. Wow. So Venable even visited the site of the bloodfall in Chatham three weeks later. Mm. By then, three weeks had passed, which included several rainfalls. So. Because that makes sense. While there, he met with the bloody rainfall's sole witness, Mrs. Bass Lassiter, but even with her help, the two could not find any remaining evidence. Wow. So it kind of just... Yeah, because it's gone. Yeah. So we're going to get into some potential explanations. Okay. What do you you... think? Well, I don't even know. I mean, I would... Well, alien would be... And notice I said potential explanation. It's... Well, sure, because there's no... There's no definitive, like... I know... I would hope that it would be alien related if right. it happened to me. That's a theory. Then that's fine with me. I'd be okay with that. that it's if aliens. somebody like tried to, you know, strobe a cow up and it didn't work out and then it just poof poofed all over in the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. But other than that Because those like cow mutilations where like pieces are missing. Yeah. But yeah. two hundred feet is a long way. Well, and then the actual, the one that the episode is named after, like, the actual incident in the Kentucky meat shower, like, there were, like, because these other ones are just, like, you know what I mean? There's like, enough for there's multiple like, people to eat from There it. was, like, a half bushel of actual, like, substance. These other two are kind of just, like, blood falling from this guy. Maybe we get, like, a chunk of something. This one was, like, somebody blew up, like, uh, the meat department. And a bushel is 64 pints. So, 32 pints. That's a lot. That's a lot. Vomit. Yeah. Okay. I mean, enough for at least one guy to get an armful and run back home like, ah, we hit the lotto. My brain would be only acceptable that it would be aliens. Nothing else. Mm. Or like, but they didn't have farm equipment back then like, like they do now. I would think maybe an animal got in a farm piece of machinery. And what, it's just and like spewing across the farm? That would be what mm-hmm. I would think. But there'd be, you would see where there would be like bloody you'd machinery. You would hear it, I would think. Yeah. You would, there would be then, evidence. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You'd go to use the machinery and be like, oh shit, Bessie fell in. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Okay, so potential explanations. Um, so writing in The Sanitarian, Leopold Brandis identified the meaty substance from the Crouch incident as Nostalk, a type of cyanobacteria. Uh? 
Okay. So uh, the reason that he thought this, uh, Nostok expands into a jelly-like substance during rainfall. Okay. So he was thinking that this is like a bacteria that was already on the ground. It rained, and then it like this like oh. jelly-like substance like sure. like like formed. But what about the meat? That's what he's saying. The meat is is this oh. like jelly-like substance that formed. You can't see the difference. Um, however, another researcher noted that no actual rainfall was present during the Kentucky meat shower. It also doesn't explain Rebecca saying that, like, there was, like, plopping meat, like, meat Ugh. was plopping down. From, and people like, were eating it. Was, like, it. splatting down. You know what I mean? So, like, a butcher would know the difference. Like, a butcher ate. Like, if it was, like, a, it, it was, like a cluster no, of, of bacteria, yeah, yeah, multiple people ate it. The, the farm animals were, like, gobbling it up. Blech. And that's the thing that makes me kind of, like, when that one guy was, like, I touched it and it paralyzed my arm. It's, like, well, all those farm animals were fucking eating and it and they were fine, so. And you had a butcher eat it and he knows what And he was, like, it tastes is. like meat. I don't know what, but it's some kind of animal. Ew. Like. You know what I mean? So that um, it's a, it's a it's an interesting Ugh. explanation, but I don't think that shutters. it's the explanation. Okay. Right? Okay. So another big it's a hoax. A lot of people think that it's a hoax because a neighbor claims that Rebecca wanted to sell the farm, but Alan didn't. Oh. And who wasn't home? Alan. But, but the daughter was. Or the other the farm, kid. The farm. Hand, the farm. Yeah. The the school mom yeah. was. Yes, you're you're correct. Um, so the neighbor suggested that Rebecca planted the meat around the property to frighten Alan into moving. Mm. So that's just a potential explanation. Okay. But again, we have people Work, watching this meat fall from the sky. Because you're right. The schoolmistress was like, I ain't fucking going out there. <laughs> the marm's like on the roof. Yeah. Like, <laughs> chucking meat at people. <laughs> um, so. A bushel would be a lot to make that up. Like, that would be a lot. Well, and back then to just be wasting meat, like yeah. the, just wasting food. That's a lot like of I think work. even if I want to convince my husband to like, I'm gonna come up with another way. That's like not wait. How long would that feed you? I'm assuming a while. Yeah. Um. So the community has concluded that it was actually a pack of traveling buzzards who vomited up the meat as they flew around. <laughs> Which actually has some weight to it. It does. Um, vomiting is really common amongst buzzards. Of um, when they need to, owls too. They sometimes um. Uh, buzzers, I was reading this, they will just like gorge themselves on yes. a meal and yep. then if they want to get out of there quick, yep. they'll literally just throw it all up so they can fly away really fast. that makes sense. Right? They're like, oh, I need to lighten myself real quick. I'm just going to throw this out. Wow. <laughs> so I can fly away really fast. I mean, that that does make sense. It's also a defense mechanism. Like if they get, if like something is coming after them, they just vomit on it. They just throw up on it. I mean, that would make sense of the velocity of it too because of how far up they could have been. You want to know what else lends credence Not to this? Not really. <laughs> It's kind of like a pack mentality. When one buzzard throws no. up, they all start throwing up. Oh, like it triggers like a pack reaction. Ugh. So if a flock was flying overhead and one, ew, then someone looks over and is like, "Oh shit!" Every time I see a chadurkin in the sky from ah. now on, I'm gonna be like, "Don't do it." Isn't that crazy? <laughs> that's so, disgusting. That's the most realistic. No. Explanation is that, yeah, it was a pack of... Now, what lends, like, not credence to it is the meat didn't appear any, like, to be digested or anything. Like, it But do they, be, how do they digest? They don't even have, they don't have teeth. They have, so they, they have stomach acid. But I That's mean, all they, they just, rely on is stomach acid. But if they acid. just did it, you know. Yeah, but you'd think there would be some kind of, like, it, it, it just appeared to be fresh meat. It didn't appear to be digested or anything like that. Oof. But that's the one that seems the most plausible. Okay. So, um, Brandis, the guy with the Noth Talk theory, mm-hmm. 
gave the meat sample to the Newark Scientific Association for further analysis, leading to a letter from Dr. Alan McLean Hamilton appearing in the medical record and stating the meat had been identified as lung tissue from either a horse or a human infant. The structure of the organ in these two cases being almost identical. No So it's like apparently, I guess, really hard. It's like almost impossible to tell the difference between a horse lung and that of a newborn baby lung. Make that make sense. Uh, So the composition of this sample was backed up by further analysis with two samples of the meat being identified as lung tissue, three as muscle, and two as cartilage. So it was, in fact, it was decidedly meat. It was definitely meat. What do you think happened? I don't know. I don't think any of the, I don't think any of those explanations are good. <laughs> <laughs> would you like do, those are the explanations, but I don't think that they're good ones. What would you do if you were out in the you were just walking down your driveway and a whole bunch of meat just came flying out of the sky uh, you? I can tell you I wouldn't go to work. <laughs> I can tell you. Me too. Yeah, I can tell true. you I'd be calling out of work that day. I <laughs> I would have an out-of-body experience, I feel. I would be violently screaming about the apocalypse. (laughs) I mean, the whole thing is surreal, right? The whole, like... But I feel like the most realistic aspect of that story is Rebecca looking up at the sky being like, this is my loved ones. Like, I don't know why I feel like that would be my reaction to. To have, like, a completely, like, irrational, like, emotional... Well, it's an irrational thing happening. You know what I mean? Like, I feel yeah. like that would be like my response. Like, oh my god, this is everybody I've ever known and loved, uh, just like raining around me, and then I would freak the fuck out. Seriously, Andre would find me in the fetal position in our basement before somebody would come along and be like, "How did you reach that conclusion? <laughs> <laughs> Why is it your loved one?" Yeah, that is a weird way to like go straight to. Oh my god, my kids! They had just left, but still, like, and they're not there. I would never think blood pouring from the sky was my husband. Because keep in mind, also in her words, it was it was them like finding their way home, like it was the pieces of them finding their what way home. What church do you go to? I don't know. That is honestly, weird. Honestly, if I have to apply my brain to it and I'm going to answer it, I think it's a glitch in the matrix. Okay, I so think, you're one of those people. Absolutely. You just think we're living in like a simulation. Yes, but not okay. like a computer simulation. I think we're living in like a simulation like of a portal. I want to do a whole episode on this because it's backed up mm-hmm. by Christianity. Because what do they say? First, there was the word of God, right? And what is... <laughs> do they say that? That's what they say, right? I know, yeah, first you're right. First, there was the word of God. I don't know don't what they say. Don't get me started on this tangent. I know. I have so many tangents <laughs> where I'm just like, there's going to be a whole episode dedicated to it, but I just yeah. want to talk about this real quick. Go ahead. So first, they say there was the word of God, right? Yeah. And what is like word? What is speech? What is it? It's sound. It's vibration, okay. right? What is everything that we know? That we know. It's yeah. vibrations. That's all anything and everything is. So in the beginning, I'm sure so that's exactly what there was. So are we living in God's simulation? Yeah, I think we're living in, like, a simulation, like, we kn- so we know that we're just, like, the universe experiencing itself, yeah. right? How else can the universe do that but to have a space to do that? You know what I mean? The only, like, this podcast is our outlet for us to talk about these, like, creepy, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. we created this podcast yeah. to have that forum to do that. Yeah. How else would we be, we'd be having these human experiences if there wasn't this set experience for us to dip into. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I don't think it's like computer code. I don't think that we're like living in a computer. Sure. But I don't think that there's any other word for it besides like simulation. I think it's just like a simulation of like light and sound. Does that mm. make sense? So you think we're like, you know how like some people are like, oh, I, you 
we might be living under a fingernail. Like you might be underneath like a speck of dirt on somebody else's planet. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause I also don't believe that like, like the, I don't believe that our souls are like in our bodies. Like I believe that we are like, like our brain is an antenna and we tune into consciousness. That's why when you get a, when you like brain trauma, you know, like, fucks up your personality because you mess up the transmit the, the, the transceiver when you got to wonder too how many personalities you can have in your life exactly and people can have multiple personalities at one time yeah so those people are more in tune i have so antenna. many little like woo woo, <laughs> woo, woo you're in for all oh i'm excited we should do a whole series on like illuminati like scientology that type we should do a we should do like a whole religion world based thing because like Mormons, aliens. Did you ever fall into those? <laughs> you know what I saw the other day too, by the way? A TikTok just made me think of this. Somebody had a signed copy of the Bible. I was like, from who? Who? Exactly. Who <laughs> signed like, it? I don't know. They were like, oh my God, get your signed Bible copy. I was like, of who? Someone's still currently signing it? Who? <laughs> I don't know, but I saw it. It just James made me himself. think of it. <laughs> right? <laughs> the person I... who leather bound it? Like, what? <laughs> just made me think of that yeah that's weird i don't mm. i don't like that no all right but that's the episode what were you gonna say though i don't know what was i gonna say i don't know i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> you'll think of it i will the next episode <laughs> there you go show notes find your signed copy of the bible <laughs> oh my god right that'll be a merch exclusive there you go signed we'll copy sign of it. bibles yes Ooh, i bet there will be blood showers then oh, probably <laughs> you're talking about this it's like it's like sabrina we're gonna sign our name in the devil's book we are you're going to be the Supreme? Or am I? There can only be one. I'm saying. Who's going to be? I don't know. We'll make Andre the Supreme. <laughs> no, the podcast is the Supreme. <gasps> Cemetery of Kind. You, the listener right now, you're you're the Supreme. We nominate you. <laughs> you have the power. You do. You have the power to like, subscribe, leave a comment. <laughs> yes, I love that. And review. Five stars only. Yes. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. Bye, we love, we you. love you. Keep it cryptid. Keep it creepy. Yeah. A Semi-Charmed Kind of Podcast is hosted by Ashley Williams and Kyle Yugis. Music credits by Chauncey Fortune and art by Decay Decor. Keep listening and keep it cryptid. Fear, wrapped in fragile hair.